Hello and welcome to the Illuminated Life Podcast. This is episode number one. I am Trish Johnson, your host and life coach. Each week, I will share inspiring ideas, strategies, and stories that can help you discover your path to an illuminated life. Thank you for spending time with me today. I hope you're as excited as I am. So let's begin. Today, I'm going to talk about midlife awakenings and how they can be a catalyst for positive changes in our lives if we choose to heed the call. In this episode, I will share why on earth I would be crazy enough to start my own podcast and begin to show you how it can be helpful and useful to you. My hope for this podcast is to bring value to my listeners. I spent the last few years learning how to shift my thoughts and behaviors to accomplish the best this life has to offer. And I really wish to share those strategies with you and the ones I learned along the way so others can enjoy the same experience I've had. I want to help people light up their lives in incredible ways, despite the challenges we face. I want to start today by sharing a little bit of background about me. I'm going to do this for two reasons. The first, so you can get to know me and what's brought me to this junction in my life. The second is that I'm hoping there's something in my story that you'll resonate with or that you can relate to. Quite some time ago, I had the great privilege to see Oprah Winfrey speak about the lessons that she had learned in her life. I remember her telling a story about how the universe speaks to each of us. And when we listen, well, it's a soft whisper. But when we don't listen, it's like a sack of bricks over our head. I believe this story is stuck with me because I've been guilty of not listening to these messages. And I've found myself buried under a pile of bricks many more times than I'd like to admit. Whether you believe in the universe as a higher power or God divine intervention or not, life really does have its way of teaching us valuable lessons. Unfortunately, they're rarely fun occasions, and most of the time, they're not ones we would readily ask for, yet they are arguably a valuable part of our life. I bet you'd have heard that it's what you make of these events that matters most, and I do believe that's true, but It can be hard not to become complacent, guarded, fearful, or even jaded in the face of all of these things that can happen to us. I've had more of these big life lessons in the last 10 years than I can count on one hand. In a relatively short time, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. I watched both of my parents die of lung cancer. I came within inches of losing my life in childbirth. I witnessed my sister battle stage 3 breast cancer. And I personally received a diagnosis of the BRCA2 gene mutation, or the BRCA2 mutation, that accounts for me having a 90% chance of breast cancer 
and a 50% chance of ovarian cancer in my lifetime. So that led me to voluntarily having three prophylactic surgeries. And no joke, folks, in the lottery of life, I tend to fall into that 5% side of not good possibilities. Just a side note here. I'm not sharing all of this with you, so you or others will feel sorry for me. And in fact, I was really reluctant to share all of this because that is the last thing that I want. But I believe it is important to share because it is an authentic example of the challenges that many of us are faced with in one way or another and how those experiences shape who we are for better or worse. Most people who know me would say that I'm a very positive person most of the time and I take pride in finding the silver lining in life and that is just what I did during each of these ground-shaking events. But that's not all I did. I have to be really honest. Each one of these events pushed me further and further into a safe zone that I had created for myself. I tried very hard to control everything I possibly could. I tried to minimize what I cared about. I also limited my hopes and my dreams to what was practical or seemingly practical And don't get me wrong, when I'm saying these things, it's important to know there are times in life where you just have to be in survival mode. I think the trouble arises when you stay there or it keeps you from living your life to the fullest. I wish I could say that after the first of these big life events had happened that I heeded the call to wake up to how precious every day is. Um, And don't get me wrong, I have always been grateful for each day I was given, but I certainly wasn't living my days that way. It wasn't until it all came crashing down on me in 2014 when I said goodbye to my mom. It was then that I finally answered the call to finding the path to my best life, So how does this relate to a midlife awakening that I mentioned at the start of this podcast? Well, I think that a lot of us get to a certain point in our lives where we've reached the goals we set out for ourselves when we were in our late teens and early 20s. Like me, it was to fall in love, get married, get a dog, have a career or a family or both, and then that's it. The boxes have been checked. And then before we know it, 15 years barrel on by. On paper, it looks good. Why push it? But many of us are unhappy. Some of us might find ourselves setting new goals along the way, but then life gets in the way of us achieving them. Or some of us have simply not set any new goals. And rarely do we push ourselves intentionally in significant ways because it's easier to choose what's comfortable and then we find ourselves in a rut of just getting by. For me, I felt like I should be grateful for what I had achieved in my life, but instead there was this empty, nagging feeling inside of me. Can you relate to that? 
Some people are so stuck that they don't even realize that this has happened. Others are aware, but just struggle day after day trying to achieve what they really want. And then there are others like me, unfortunately, that have had some tragedy or multiple tragedies that awake them to something inside of them. I don't want people to have to wait until something bad happens to wake up to the possibility of more in their life. I don't want you or anyone else to put off their dreams one more day. I mentioned earlier that the final straw happened when my mother passed away and that there was that empty nagging feeling and that it's, it turned into a sack of bricks for me. It was then that I finally was forced to take a hard look at my life and see that I was sick and tired of all my unfinished projects. These great starts that I would have followed by epic stalls. I had a ton of unattained goals, um, especially of healthy, uh, of a healthy lifestyle and weight loss. I had a bunch of undreamed dreams and I also had this deep rooted, overwhelming, paralyzing, irrational fear of everything almost. And this is going to sound cliche, but it's the only way I can put to words what I was really feeling. And I just did not want to survive. I wanted to thrive in my life. I was tired of the mundane. I spent nightly hours watching TV and I just got tired of TV and not doing anything, but I didn't have the energy to do anything. I had this flat feeling and I realized I was sick and tired of myself. So I started to make big lasting changes in my life. And I started by changing my thoughts. This was a game changer, friends. And I intend to share this with you in future podcasts. And I have so many things that I'm excited to share with you that have changed my life in a positive way. And I'll pl- I'll, I plan on sharing those with you too in future podcasts. But back to our topic today. I went for the job I never thought I would even get the interview for, let alone land the job. I lost the weight and I started dreaming again. I started doing things that previously I would never have ever considered before. Like running, for example. I hated the idea of running. I believed that the only thing running was good for was outrunning your trail buddy if ever you crossed paths with a bear. Or in the very off chance that you're running from zombies in the zombie apocalypse. Yet running, I'd have to say, is not an everyday thing, but it is part of my fitness routine. So to my original point, with both parents gone, I was 37 years old, and all of these things had been happening. I found myself in what my husband suggested was an early midlife crisis. I did promptly correct him the day he brought this to my attention by reminding him that both my parents had passed away the year they turned 70. So at 37 in comparison, was quite possibly experiencing a late midlife crisis. Needless to say, he was not amused. And technically he was right because according to Google and Webster, a midlife crisis is defined as a period of emotional turmoil in middle age, 
characterized by an especially strong desire for change. I, however, more endearingly refer to my experience as a midlife awakening. And I invite you to do the same, and here's why. When most people think about a midlife crisis, characters from popular movies might come to mind, like This is 40 and American Beauty and Old School, where the characters in these movies trade the mundane of daily life for fewer responsibilities, fast cars, parties, and sometimes damaging behaviors. Um, And often we think about midlife crisis as the person that gets a sports car or has an affair, the divorce, or the day that we walk out on a job without having another one lined up, finding ourselves couch-bound, months on end, eating Fruit Loops from a punch bowl. Oh, and there's probably a ton of cats that we've taken in too. Thank God I wasn't experiencing this, but I couldn't deny a strong desire to shake things up. I had awoken to the monotonous day-in, day-out Groundhog's Day of my life, and I couldn't bear the thought of spending the hopefully 37-plus years the same as the last 5 to 10. Reflecting back on the trials and tribulations, the mounds of unattained goals and piles of unfinished projects that I had, I was left wanting big change, but I wanted it in a healthy and balanced way. That is what I believe to be the difference between a midlife crisis and a midlife awakening. You see, a midlife awakening is instead of walking away from the job, it's making sure it's the right job for you at this point in your life. It's not a divorce or ignoring your family responsibility. It's about building stronger relationships with those you love and learning to love yourself better. It's not the continuation of goals not achieved and dreams put off for another day, month, or year. It is instead the process of simplifying life to remove the unnecessary so you can focus on the simple, extraordinary experiences that life has to offer and beginning to dream again while working towards those dreams in tangible ways. So if you or someone you love is experiencing something reminiscent to what I've shared with you today, I invite you to look at this time of your life or theirs a little differently. A midlife awakening is a tremendous opportunity. It's the opportunity that life gives us to step back check the compass and be sure we still have the right map. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you found value in our time together. And if you liked what you heard today, please be sure to leave a review for me in iTunes. Also, if you're feeling stuck in a rut, living the same day over and over, or something is tugging at your heart to be more in your life and you're looking for additional supports, visit me at my website, www.trishjohnson.com 
There you can find helpful tools, as well as information on how you can work with me directly. Please join me for the next episode, in which I will be sharing information on how to get you started on the path to your best life. Until then, be better today than you were yesterday, and live life illuminated.